At the 4 p.m. Christmas Eve Mass, and I believe it was the 8 a.m. Christmas Day Mass, Father Adam preached. And I don't know if anybody here in the room was present at either of those two or saw it online. It's definitely worth a watch. But he talked quite a bit about Christmas movies in his homily. And he even gave those of us that were present an assignment. He sent us home to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Um, for the first time, if we had not seen it, and in my case, for the latest time, trying to watch it at least once every Christmas season. But my family and I uh, carried out that assignment, and on Christmas Eve, when we got home, we watched It's a Wonderful Life one more time. Uh, it, it, the the, the storylines and, and the things going on in there are very striking. And not unlike many Christmas movies, you know, when you start thinking about all of our favorites and we all have many favorite Christmas movies, which, which was what Father was alluding to, there's one theme that seems to come up in most of them, at least the ones worth watching, and that's the theme of family. Family always comes up. Family reconciling to one another, family lifting one another up, family overcoming adverse circumstances through the grace of God by keeping their eye on God. Sometimes they lose Jesus. They don't know where he is for a little bit. But in these Christmas movies, we see them come back and find their way along those lines. But It's a Wonderful Life is great with this because we see George Bailey, the, the central character, uh, has, a, has many blessings. He has a beautiful family. He has wonderful children and a wonderful wife and a younger brother who looks up to him and a loving mom and dad. He does lose his dad through the course of the movie, but, but he has all of this beautiful family and all of these beautiful gifts, but because circumstances happen that allow him to be discouraged and he loses sight of where Jesus is and everything and he loses sight of what's important and we see that he has to be reminded. And not to spoil it, but there is a beautiful ending for those of us who might not have seen it yet. And reconciliation and a closeness with family certainly happens. Uh, always an uplifting story and, and, and one to watch for sure. Christmas is certainly so much about family, our immediate blood family, and then again, our, our bigger family of, of close friends and people who have the same purposes in mind. And you know, it's, no, it's a wonderful situation here that the Feast of the Holy Family would fall on the calendar this year, the very day after Christmas, because this is certainly what it's all about, the Holy Family, the, the icon of the Holy Trinity, the, the model of what, of what love and, and uh, what yes looks like. When two people say yes to God's plan and there is love in their lives, the beautiful things that can happen, a shining example for each and every one of us. And there are beautiful little things to be picked up on in this reading today. We see, we pick up where the, the Holy Family at this point, Jesus is 12 years old, and as is the Jewish custom, like a good Jewish family, they're headed to Jerusalem for Passover. But they leave Jesus there inadvertently and head, head back about a day's journey on their way back home. Um, epic parent fail on the part of Joseph and Mary? Not, <laughs> not likely. Uh, it, it might seem like it at first, but you know, when, when you look at this, it, it was the custom at the time for big families to travel together. So they were no doubt with relatives of Joseph and Mary, and it, it says a caravan. So there were so many people that Jesus could have very appropriately and comfortably been mingling through the crowd as far as they knew, and he was along with them. That's just the way it was at that point in time. 
There was another interesting thing, though, outside of that beautiful family that they could feel comfortable watching their children without them being in sight. It says that, you know, when I was looking into this, I, I learned that they, they picked up other travelers along the way, people of like mind, other people that were going to Jerusalem to seek God, to, to go to the temple and observe Passover as was their obligation. And these people would join up with the smaller family and sort of move along as family themselves. So this caravan might have consisted of many uh, direct relatives and even indirect relatives, but also non-blood related people that traveled to Jerusalem together and then turned around and began the journey back home with them. What does that tell us? Well, outside of the beautiful gift of our own personal families, our blood relation, we see a nice example here of how things might look in, in a bigger situation, like perhaps our holy Catholic Church. Yes, we, it's, it consists of many families. It also consists of people that we're not related to or, or people that come along the way and join up with us. And we all journey towards the same purpose. And isn't that what we're doing in this room right now? We're one big, beautiful Catholic family. And what was the Holy Family, if not the very beginning of the Catholic Church, the, ver the very birth of the Catholic Church and Joseph, Mary, and Jesus? So what a beautiful example there. It's also a reminder that no matter how hard we try, sometimes we simply lose Jesus. Sometimes we don't know where to find him. Sometimes we don't know where he is and the things going on in our life. And what a great example, Jesus told us, where did you think I would be? I'm in my father's house. And once again, are we not in our father's house tonight? How beautiful, this is our father's home. This is our family home. This is where Catholic family comes together and achieves reconciliation, is uplifted, is comforted, and yes, even in the midst of all of it, receives a beautiful family feast. It all happens right here. So we have the beauty and the gift of our, of our immediate families and our blood relatives, and we also have one another, brothers and sisters, and may we hold that together, hold it close to our heart and treasure it as we move forward and seek the Lord constantly. So in closing, let us remember the beautiful gifts of the Holy Family and all of the things to be learned and gleaned from Joseph, who is the patron saint of our church, Mary, who is our mother, and Jesus, who said yes to God the Father and came to earth and made us family. He made us, he made us family with God even, as the second reading shows us. We, were, we, we can dare to call God Father and, and consider ourselves sons and daughters of God. So may we stick close to our families and our beautiful Catholic family and look for the many graces and joys and treasures that the Holy Family has to show us, not just for the rest of this Christmas season, but the whole year round. Amen.